listening to Minds at Yerk. My name is Alex. I'm Megan. And I'm Tim. Hello, everybody. How are we this week? Tired. I exist. That's about as much as I can confirm. So what I'm hearing is this is going to be a high-energy episode. (laughs) All the energy. Well... I guess let's just get into the book then. No, no. Was there not any <laughs> drama this week? I feel like you were gearing up for some drama this week. Was I? I don't know. <laughs> we were just talking about how quiet I and guess, boring my week has been. I guess we'll just get into the episode implies like that we stopped you from telling us some salacious drama. No, I just usually count on like five minutes of padding before we actually get anywhere at least. Okay. This is me padding. What is the drama that you know? I know no drama. This is a terrible cold <laughs> open. Maybe that's the drama. <sighs> Tim, what drama do you know? Oh, Tim is blocking us. Yeah, no. I was I had my book ready. I thought we were doing the the thing. No, I, I have no drama. It has just been a very busy at work. Boring people. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's not like you're sitting here spilling the tea. <laughs> um, think of something. Hang on. What drama? I got nothing. Yeah. Okay. No. Hamlet was really good. I could talk about that. Ha- I know about that. Hashtag yay Hamlet. Hashtag yay Hamlet. Hashtag wonderful. So good. So good. She does crazy so well. I am very excited that you got to see it. Thank you. Thank you. Now I want to just run into her in the streets and give her a big hug, but that wouldn't require going out in the street. And hugging a stranger. That too. That I'm not as against. No, I am still against that. I would. <laughs> I was about to say, Meg's been yerked. Or the yerk left. One of the two. I can't remember what we decided last. We don't know if I'm yerked or not. That's what you're saying? I feel like that's what you've said in the past. This is true. We also deeply insulted Tim on Twitter. What's this we business? Okay, I deeply insulted. I was hoping that maybe you would also pretend that, like, I'm not the only person who handles Twitter. Okay, but I responded from my personal account to call you out. One of these is you made a mistake. The other is me having a a, a break from reality with myself on social media, which admittedly is what social media is for. I was going to say, it wouldn't be that surprising. This is not the five minutes of filler that I was hoping for. <laughs> it's just going to keep getting weirder if we don't start the episode. Tim, save us words that I never expected to utter. I'm, I'm, <laughs> oh, see, you get to insult Tim. I'm, I'm, I haven't been listening because I've been checking Twitter because I didn't know that any of this happened. <laughs> okay. Sometimes you should check Twitter. I should every now and then. Check your notifications because I tagged you in calling Meg out. Yeah, I saw that. This is nothing. You guys, let's talk about Animorphs. <laughs> Book 38, The Arrival. Okay. The Yerks have Eric King, the Chi. The Animorphs are going to roach in and save him. It's a trap. The Animorphs are in trouble until they are saved by a group of Andalites. Tobias and Axe make contact with the Andalite Estrid later at the mall. The Animorphs find out the Andalites are an assassin assassin team sent to take out Visser 3. And one of the team members, Arbat, is Aloran's brother. All of the Animorphs quit and Axe goes with the Andalites. 
Axe hangs out with Estrid and learns that the Andalite force is not what they seem. Rachel goes haywire as a bear, and the Animorphs don't care. The Andalites make their way to assassinate Visser Three. Arbat misses his shot. The Hork Bajir arrive, and the fight is on. Arbat shoots Aloth after he is injured. The Andalites escape, and Axe finds out that the Andalites are a suicide squad here to drop chemical weapons that'll kill Yurks and humans. Arbat heads to the Yurk Bull after trapping Axe and Estrid. The Animorphs show up. They never quit after after all, and chase Arbat to the Yark Pool. Arbat morphs humans and uses a big fight to distract from what he is doing. Axe chases him. Right as he about right as he is about to release the weapon, Estrid destroys it and his hand. Gonrod shows up with the ship to rescue everyone, and Arbat is eaten by a taxon. Axe gives Estrid a Cinnabon and sends her and Gonrad on their way. And that was book thirty-eight. A quick point of information. It was Eric King's father, not Eric King. Uh, that's why he kept beginning. saying Mr. King. I yeah. was like, why, why, why is he so formal? This whole book, I was like, why is he so formal? Please. I mean, it is Axe. Please. So. Mr. King is my father. <laughs> that makes much more sense now. So, I'm going to go on the record as saying that Aloran and Arbat's parents did not instill a, popper, a proper respect for life in their children. Yes. What monsters are these two? Yeah. They're pretty terrible. I'm going to go on record and say, Alex and I have a bet. Tim, what'd you think of this book? Um, I really liked this one. This one was very good. Um, I saw, for about one second, I thought that this person had no idea how to write the Animorphs. And in that second second, I was like, no, no, no. This is a bit that they're doing. So, no, I really enjoyed this one. Would you call it your favorite? I would call it my favorite of the ghost-written books. This is my favorite ghost-written book. Which one's your favorite of the Chronicle? We were debating that earlier. I still think it might be the one where... I know I've gone up and down, but if you were to set me down right now, the one where Jake gets the... The Yerk in his head. That's not a chronicle. Oh, of the chronicles. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant of like the, the regular story. But that's good to know that your, you know, top book is not. What have seen. we read? We've read Hork Bajir. Andalite, Hork Bajir, Vizzer. Vizzer. Uh, probably the Andalite Chronicles, I think would be my favorite. There is was, that what I said? There was a lot of ground covered in that book. I don't think we ever actually placed that bet so much as I said, I don't know, but Andalite's my favorite, and you said yeah. yeah. You said that his favorite was... I thought maybe Visser, since it wasn't the most recent, but I don't know if I actually typed that. I do enjoy the Chronicle books, though all of them are very good. Okay, I did say that I thought Tim had called Visser his favorite, but that that didn't necessarily mean anything. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's fair. Once I have time to sort of ruminate and they they can sort of settle. To be fair, I thought um, Pork was yours so i we were both wrong yeah but this one i did really like that's good i like this one too yeah so did i so say we all yay that's it right the episode's done yeah that's... yes we have officially cool. spent longer bickering than talking about the book Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was like i think it was rachel might have said something or, or maybe it was jake one of them and i remember thinking oh they missed the mark again and then for whatever reason, a couple of lines further down, I was like, nope, nope, it's too ridiculous. This is a bit. They're doing a bit. <laughs> so you believed that the Animorphs were truly breaking up. For about, yeah. Despair. Yeah, for not not very long. I did believe that. Gotcha. And then, yeah. And especially it was just reinforced when, like, Rachel was going nuts and everybody was like, meh, who cares? Rachel goes nuts and Cassie gets like on a really high horse. Yeah. And Cassie doesn't typically get on that high horse. High of a horse. Also, Jake was like, my brother is picking on yeah. me. Yeah. Yes. 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 That was. 
It'd been more like my brother is trying to get me to join the sharing even more so than normal but just my brother's picking on me now i will tell you when um our bat misses his shot i i had not put together what was going on at that point i thought maybe he just yeah. had second thoughts about killing his brother the whole i i did not see the the reenacting the hork bajir fiasco did we establish if he's younger or older i assumed younger but i don't remember. i assumed too he's definitely but... a younger brother yeah okay it doesn't say that but he's got that younger brother energy yeah 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 i did have a couple of things in the beginning that i was like what's he talking about um axe is talking about how they all have secrets but that he especially has secrets and i was like what are these andalite secrets you know what i'm talking about the animorphs and i have many secrets to keep and i as an andalite have the secret of my own race to keep what secrets axe what you hiding from us well we don't know how they gush down (laughs) fair and I feel like that's a secret that's on his mind, this book. You're not wrong. Um, I don't know. It just was a weird place for me because Axe, up to this point, has completely sworn his allegiance to humans. And anything they ask, he's pretty much answering. He still limits himself, though, on, like, scientific knowledge. Sure, he doesn't want to, you know, yeah. advance the race more than it, than is necessary. He still does his best not to break Ciro's kindness. Yes. Um... My second, like, what the fuck's going on? Or, like, you're not really one to speak was uh, Rachel when they're talking about Lyra and uh, who's in charge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, Lyra- and Rachel's like, yeah, remembering who's in charge. And it was like, bitch, you just last book, like, almost destroyed everything. Bring down the condescension a little bit. Was that not during the really over the top fight? Or was that before? Uh, it probably was, but still, I was just like, okay. I mean, that's fair because I definitely had some feelings about Marco. Spoilers, they were fuck Marco during the over the top fight. Yeah, I couldn't tell you it was an over the top fight. No. We were like, fuck. Marco. Like, look, I, I had I had forgotten that it was a ruse. It was like the second time they mentioned Grackles when I'm like, oh, that must be Arbat. Oh, this must be a ruse. Okay, this is all one long con. Cool. Um, I still don't love that he slapped Rachel. No, but if he's gonna get an excuse to do so... That makes it worse! Then he's an opportunist! Okay, but... Let's say you and I are having a play fight, and man, Alex, you have been annoying the shit out of me the past few weeks. I'm still not going to slap you. To slap you and get away with it. I might take it. I didn't. As a kid. I didn't read it as a slap because of the way they said lightly slapped. I thought it was one of those, like, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going with that. Like, Like, yeah, like more of a bit than anything else. I mean,. Unless they have thoroughly practiced some stage combat here, I am still not down with Marco slapping anyone lightly or not. You know Marco's a theater kid. (laughs) There is no evidence, and I believe he fell asleep during The Lion King. I believe Because he's seen it so many times in play practice. No, no, no. It's worth a shot. If anyone in this group was a theater kid, it was Tobias before he was a a bird. I don't get vibes of a theater kid from Tobias. I'm calling theater tech nerd. So I like that Tobias and Axe's plan is like, well, we're going to go turn human and hit them all. Surely we'll run into an Andalite there. And then they do, which 
Did did their con start before that moment is my question. Like, did they already know? I don't know. Yeah, that's an interesting thought. I don't know. It could go one of two ways because, like, Andalite's love for food and mouth uses. But they don't know that if they haven't had a human mouth before. Sure. But if you're trying to learn about a race that you can infiltrate, so then you can assassinate those are three. I have no idea. <laughs> I feel like jelly beans are a lot less appetizing when they're called pellets, too. Jelly beans? You don't want any jelly pellies? No. <laughs> no. It's a little too uh, cutesy for you. It's a little too rabbit poop. It's fair. Rabbits uh. are terrifying. What about uh, candy-flavored soccer stars, some jelly pellets? Wow. That one might have been a reach. <laughs> From might have been. me? Might have Never. Been. <laughs> Just a little bit of one. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I thought this book didn't have a hole on the cover because the hole is so small. <laughs> it's just got the tiny little bird head hole. I feel like this is also the first time we've actually seen on the cover, like, in this case, it's a branch that the bird is perched on. But the first time we've seen, like, something that is not the animal or the person morphing into the animal. That's a fair assessment. I really like this meeting with uh, the commander, with Axe and Jake, and then the rest of the Andalites. Also, um, boy, howdy, Andalite's greatest weakness is snakes, huh? Yeah. Not arrogant? No, definitely snakes. Snakes, then arrogance. Also the the Galvatron or whatever it was. Yeah. What is it? What was it? Garatron? Garatron. Garatron. Oh, can we also talk about how the fact that, like, apparently a Dracon beam can kill Mr. King? That seems like bullshit to me. Both bullshit, like, and I feel like it does contradict a prior book, like, yeah. I thought they were like, supposed uh, to be pretty indestructible. Yeah, like, there's not really been anything that will destroy them? Because you can't tell me that in the entire Eric murders a bunch of hork battle, that no hork yeah. thought, what if I shoot him? Wait, didn't they say that, like, all of the damage done to Mr. King was holographic the punching and hitting and torture yes but there was a conversation where x was like yeah at its lowest setting a dracon beam would really only disrupt his hologram but at his highest it would do do damage i do and that that. just seems like bullshit yeah i don't buy that one yeah but i do like this meeting of jake and x and the andalite commanders i think it sets a good precedent for any time we're going to see andalites after this point if we do and that Axe is supporting Jake, and that Jake is standing very strong saying, this is our planet. I don't give a shit what you think. I don't give a shit what you do out there. I'm in charge here. Well, and not only, but it backs that up so well. Yes. Because he does get the drop on the two most experienced Andalites there, Mm -hmm. and sort of proves the, yeah, we've been at this for a while, and we are, in fact, better at it than you. Come on. Yes. It seems like there is a great divide in the Andalite army of really high, powerful good, have seen a lot of war battle, and really new. Yeah. Which end of that is the trash that wants to (laughs) chemical warfare everybody, apparently? I think that is like a weird segment of I've seen so much and I feel this is the only way to properly win. 
Yeah. Like, Alaron Trash definitely was a warrior. Arbat, I think, probably has spent all his time in, like, command centers. Yeah. And has never set hoof in battle. Yeah. I I don't know. He had to have done something because he handled himself pretty well minimally has set yeah. foot in battle but i i get where you're coming from but he's got that kind of detachment that yeah that says i don't see the life cost of this at the micro level i only see yeah Percentages. statistics yeah yeah agreed they gotta stop doing that though like we are the presenters of the universe we are the saviors we protect you should know who we are we are arrogant as fuck and we're also just gonna kind of like give everybody a virus and kill them it's okay it's fine. yeah, yeah andalites are sad trash. andalites are trash i mean i feel like i feel like having alarod and arabot walk in is sort of the equivalent of being any character who isn't a named member of the resistance in the last Star Wars trilogy, just being like, will you come on, Ray and Ben, and stop bickering like children? Yes. Like, it is everyone getting caught up in this weird pseudo-sibling thing. Yes. Two brothers versus two brothers. One brother's dead. Two brothers are dead? I don't remember if he dies in this one. I need to see the book that I wish existed, and I am sure it is not, where we learn that Arbat did escape and has met up with Esplin... Uh, four six nine nine beta <laughs> has died in a house fire. No, nope, disappeared. Like Cassie started. Don't know that he died. Cassie definitely did not start it. Wait, uh, yeah, I thought we decided that Jake killed him. No one else decided. Everybody else may have decided that. <laughs> Cassie killed him I in said, a house fire. Is that where I sat at the end of that episode? I believe that's where I sat. I think where you sat was if someone killed him, it must have been Jake. Yeah, that sounds like me. Yeah, <laughs> a very wishy-washy yes, kind of response. Yeah. I say habeas corpus. But he dead, though. Or in hiding. He dead. He, he dead. He dead. Fine. Now, who killed him is the debate. You two can insist he is dead. I am going to work on my Arbat Esplin 4699. That's not the right number. 2466. Buddy comedy? Nope, that is... Uh, no, 4699 was closer. Yeah, that's it. Esplin 24601. Oh, nope. Yep, I was wrong. That's not what it is. Yeah, that's not right. 24601? 9466. <laughs> I just swapped some digits around. Okay. Oh, okay. 246. Uh, Jackman. Or if you're in Japan, 24653. Um, that's not a joke. They changed the number in Japanese because it's easier to sing. Oh, I didn't know that. Cool. Yeah. Changed what number? Jean Valjean's prisoner Les number? It's oh. his prisoner number yeah. is 24601. But in Japanese... I you meant, like, the order that they count. And I was like, wait, no. what's going on? No, in Japanese it's 24653 because the number one, Ichi, which in Japanese when you end on a vowel, if it's not elongated, you tend to kind of swallow that vowel. Uh, it's just impossible to hold that out as a sustained note. Or if you do, it's a long E, which is a hard note to sing, or a hard sound to sing. So they changed it to 24653, so they're singing the number San, which is ah, uh, which is super easy to sing. And now you learned a little bit of musical theater today, Ken. I did. And do you know who originally played Jean Valjean in the Japanese red cast of Les Miserables? Toshiro Mifune. Takish Kaga, best known as the chairman of Iron Chef. Really? Oh, yes. That's really cool. No. He was also the original Phantom in their Phantom of the Opera, Jekyll and Hyde and Jekyll and Hyde, and the voice of Intei in Pokemon the third movie. All right. Is that right? That's the third one, isn't it? No idea. No, that's Pokemon the movie 2000. Nope, nope, that is the third one. I had it right the first time. They made more than one Pokemon movie? Pokemon movies come out annually 
There are like 20 of them, including some remakes of the original ones. They don't make... There's no, there's not more than one Detective Pikachu. There is only one Detective Pikachu, although I believe they did Greenlight a sequel. Cool. That movie was better than it had any right to be. Agreed. That movie was so good. Yeah. Also, I, I'm old enough to live in a world where they're rebooting Pokemon movies. They're not really rebooting it. It's just a remake with, with like 3D graphics instead of 2D graphics. I feel like of all things that should surprise you about your age and reboots, Pokemon shouldn't be that high. They're rebooting Gossip Girl. That's a weird one. The only reason that I know that is because you just told me. If you told me <laughs> that Gossip Girl was a show that was currently on TV. Gossip Girl replaced <clears throat> Veronica Mars, which is why I did not watch Gossip Girl for a long time. Oh, I, I, I stand. I will join in your boycott. I mean, now I've watched Gossip Girl because it is I absolute have lost trash. faith in our cause of boycotting Gossip Girl. You know who does the narration in Gossip Girl? Tim? Toshiro Mifune. Close. Yes. Kristen Bell. <laughs> <laughs> no, are you which, kidding? Is that true? It is Kristen Bell. Oh. And she is the only one returning for the sequel. She will continue to play Gossip Girl. So there is a Gossip Girl? Yes. XOXO. You know you love me. I'm Gossip the baby. Girl Gotta love me. Sight where people send in gossip and rumors, and they are read throughout the series by Kristen Bell. Sort of the chaotic evil version of Post Secret. Yes. I don't get that reference. What, Post Secret? Yeah. Post Secret is a place where you can send... If you are having one of those moments where you're like, I have to write this down, or I'm never going to be okay, and you write it down and you send it in, and you send it in anonymously, I'm going to post it. They post your secrets. Post secret sounds like a cereal I would have eaten when I was a kid. Okay, people have done post secrets in cereal form. Well, way to bring that one back around. Like, Sometimes I try. I, I don't. I've never had that feeling where I have to write something down. You've never ever had a feeling where you're like, if I just don't get this out of on paper and organize my thoughts in some way, I will explode. No, yeah. not trying to like dog it or anything. Just saying, I never. No, no, no. It's just it. yeah. a different way of handling stress. That's all. Yeah, you just do this thing where you turtle. Yes, and you're like, "Hello, clothes. I'm going inside of you more." <laughs> Am I not turtly enough for the turtle club? <laughs> that movie was such garbage, but that one line has hung on so well. Yes, because Tim is the president of the turtle club. <laughs> and what really matters here is technically none of the Pokemon movies are canonical, so it's impossible to reboot them in the first place remember when this podcast was about animorphs i do Wait, how are none of the movies I... canonical because most of the stuff that happens in them has no effect on the ongoing anime and by most of i really mean none of <laughs> like in the very first one ash dies briefly and then comes back to life when pikachu and some other pokemon get sad and cry on him you know how we have the megamorphs that are like these are fun <laughs> They don't add or do anything to the rest of the series. Yes. Those are Pokemon movies. Yeah. You never Does that help? You never saw Ash after that on the anime be like, my dudes, I just almost fucking died. I'm 10 years old. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> These motherfuckers are in here cloning Frankenstein's monsters that are killing humans and then having their own existential crisis. And I'm the only one who can deal with them? What the fuck? No, I don't need some gym badges. So... Jake and the other animals quit. Yeah, like that. They they also have that crisis. That's right. <laughs> yeah, bringing it back around. They quit. Uh, Axe is aware that um, Astrid is listening in bunny form. 
I don't think he's aware anybody else is there. Yeah, he said he knew that our butt was there as a bird. Okay. He does say later. Yeah, like the whole time they've realized these grackles have been... Yeah, and he decides to go on a date. Axe has a crush. Axe goes on a date. This means that Axe, Tobias and Rachel, Jake and Cassie have all gone on dates before Marco. We've seen Marco try to get dates. Didn't yes, we have. Marco go on a date, but not Marco? Wasn't it a chi as Marco? Or was that just something you were trying to work out? Marco asked a chi to try to get a date. Oh, okay, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've seen Marco try to get dates. I'm fine with Marco not being able to. <laughs> <laughs> Someday he'll realize who he truly loves. Axe. So... They go to the garden. Hedrick Chapman. <laughs> I'm really not comfortable with any implication. I'm really not happen. either. Okay. Just saying. I needed the most outlandish answer. Visor 3. No. I feel like Chapman is more out there than Visor 3. David. No. Yeah. Toby's mom. Toby's mom? Toby's mom has got it going on. Jer- Jeremy's, Jeremy's soulmate? <laughs> yes. Cat Helpack, she has a name, please. Who is who is Dakami? Was that the grandfather? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Jerahami's father, Doc, or father or grandfather, grandfather Dakami. Doctor Hami. Yes. Oh, Dakami here. <laughs> well, I delivered half the Herc Bashir in this valley. <laughs> See, I was going the other way. I thought he was the one that invented the flux capacitor. We got to go back, Toby. <laughs> That better, Tim? Yes. Yeah, I like that one better. Am I to understand you're still hanging around old Doc Hami? So they go on a date (laughs) in the gardens where they morph humans and eat candy and sit around and chat. Steel. Steel. Mostly. Steel candy. That too. Like Jean Valjean. Women or female Andalites have joined the army. And then they practice the odd human custom of kissing. Which seems to be great, but not as good as chocolate. The best part about this, though, is that they start kissing, and then it's the end of the chapter. And then Axe is like, sometime later, we decided to fly off. (laughs) So they gush down. On chocolate, maybe. But did they do it as people? Eat chocolate? Yes. No, gush down. I am choosing to pretend that I don't know what that means, because it's... So much easier to be like, yes, they ate a lot of chocolate. (laughs) Is that what, is that like code? (laughs) And then they ate a lot know, of chocolate. Is, what is that code for, Tim? Please enlighten us. Gushing down, I guess. So let me ask a question. Do we all believe that Estrid from the get-go was set up in what in spy parlance would be a honeypot? Or as the honeypot? Do we think her role was always flirt with and get the attention of Axe? I think that to was... To get more information? Yes. Yeah part of it it was kind of a happy accident that the scientist was able to do this follow-up question do we think that from the point where the anamorphs are playing the andalites axe was in a double honeypot situation where he also said you know what i can just keep chatting her up and get the information i need were they both using each other okay yes yes and no Where's the end? No. I think that X legitimately had feelings for her. At first, yes. But he, I would agree that he definitely had a crush. He wasn't going to let it override the the needs of the group, though. Crushes are not as important as war? Is that what you're saying? Are you saying, Tim, perhaps that the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the one or the few? Yes. Insert Ponfar joke here. 
Is that not what I said? I was quoting Star Trek at Tim yeah. just to make Tim smile. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm never going to do that. Sorry. <laughs> You're never going to try and make me smile? I'm never going to use Star Trek as a way to make you smile. No. That's fine. I'll just sit here and continue to cling on. <laughs> um, I'm trying to work in a Kobayashi Maru joke. Hang on. I'll get there. Should we... We can wait. No, no, no. You keep going. I'll get there later. And that's it for Tim for this episode. We'll see you next fortnight. (laughs) So as they're dating and turning back into birds, Axe decides he wants to see his friends one more time before he... Do you think they turned into bees after they turned into birds? (laughs) Maybe before turning into birds? (laughs) So it's the bees and the birds. Got it. I could see Axe doing that, being like, I don't know, they keep talking about the birds and the bees. (laughs) Let's just try and see what happened. Maybe it's some kind of code. Something, something, cloacas. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you get Tim to smile. Also, Um, Tim, voulez-vous kobushabi maru? Oh, that's a good one. One would have worked. Anyway, so while we have pissed off no longer together Animorphs, Rachel has decided to destroy a McDonald's parking lot. I mean... Who among us has not had that impulse? Sure. <laughs> Let the record reflect there was about seven seconds of silence that got <laughs> cut out between my question and that. Sure. I had to think about it because I don't know when I was last in a McDonald's parking lot. I don't remember the last time I left a McDonald's parking lot without trashing it. As if I were a bear. As if you were a bear. Yeah. As if. <laughs> Running around. Um, Isolating goes... that is my new text tone. <laughs> Cassie goes to warn and get help from a punk-ass Jake and a punk-ass Marco. How's that different from a normal Marco? I knew that was Love this scene of Jake being like, no, I'm hiding. Tom's being a bully. Get the fuck out of my barn. (laughs) We did not talk about Rachel punching through a lantern earlier either. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It happens. Am I to keep going to keep us on track? Are you both lost in your thoughts of puns? I mean, we've basically been free associating this whole episode so far. Um, Jesus Christ. We did learn one very important thing about Andalites that we did not know previously. That is the Andalite equivalent of going gray is going tan. Yes. I did appreciate that. Gondor. That was his name, right? I thought it was Gonad. It was definitely not Gonad. Gonrod. Gonrod. Which is an anagram for Gondor. So, Lord of the Rings, back. Um, Somehow Gonrod might be worse. Um, We learned that Gonrod is mostly tan. We also learned that someone's an assassin and maybe there's a black market for uh, Animorph body parts. I don't think that's maybe. I think they were well, pretty clear that that's adding. a thing. <laughs> it's a thing, yeah. but it's it's also creepy. Yeah. yeah. We're sticking with the Les Mis thing. That's the uh, scene where um, Thenardier is raiding in the sewers and plucking out people's jewelry and gold teeth and things like that. So not master of the house? I mean, earlier, sure, but not at that's that fair. point in the play. I get what you're saying. So, Although, he is quick to catch your eye. Arbats is going to be the one to take a shot at Visor 3. And then he is the one to throw away his shot at Visor 3. Which is weird because he is not the assassin. Okay, I feel like just by osmosis, I now know that that is a Hamilton joke. It is a Hamilton joke. Yeah. I'm glad your culture is leveling up. You're (laughs) welcome, Tim. Listen to the Hamilton soundtrack. It is quite delightful. (laughs) Um... 
My favorite image from this book, if we are at the the fight at the community center, we are at the fight at the community center. Is the pyramid of Hork Bajir? Yeah. <laughs> Hork Bajir have said we know who we must study. We must study the most elite fighting forces available on this planet. Everybody, gather around as we watch. Bring it on. <laughs> Fuck yes, good movie. I just, I just. Imagine like fifty Horkers here just coming out making that same like noise and just stacking themselves up, sort of like the gnomes from uh uh crap. What was the name of that? Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls. Thank you. We've got spirit. Yes, we do. We've got spirit. How about you? Go Yerks. Thank you for that image. I expect a picture of it. I cannot draw Hork Bashir. I can barely draw shitty Andalites. <laughs> let alone Hork Bashir in cheerleading skirts. You have set yourself up for this. Uh, you have to so, draw like 50 of them in a pyramid, too. That is what copy and paste is for, yeah, my Yes, that's right. You really only have to draw one. Yep. <laughs> so things go wrong, and Visitor 3 doesn't die, and the other two, two of the other Animorphs, Animorphs, Andalites do die, and all we're left with is Arbat and Astrid. No. Astrid. No. No? No. Gonrod lived. He ran away and then went to hide in his quarters. Oh, I thought he got eaten by. No, no he flies he's away. He's the at one the who end. flies in at the end. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Um, and Axe gets Mr. King to help him hack the Andalites. Mm hmm. And learn some really scary shit. Yeah, they are a suicide squad. They have already been burned and disavowed. Yeah. And Astrid doesn't exist. Astrid is a ghost. Did he go on a date with a ghost? Did anybody else talk to Astrid this entire time? Do we need to be concerned about Axe's mental health? I mean, that last one, definitely after all the shit he's been through. Yes, this is a rough book for him. Um... So what we find out is that she is a prodigy. She did not come up through the um, military training. She is basically just very, very good at everything she does and has been doing science. Before we get into what she has done, I want to ask Tim a question. Okay, I have one question for the group too. It is clear that the Andalite team is up to something nefarious before we get the reveal. Yes? Yes. What did you think they were up to? Um... Honestly, I don't think I had a guess on what they were up to, but I did have the feeling that it was they were not to be trusted. What I thought from when we learned that Arbat taught at this science facility and that that's where Estrid came from, I thought they were coming for the fucking time matrix. Ah, now that... No, I did not think of that, but that absolutely would have tracked. How uh, wild would that have been if, like... Suddenly, now we've also got to fend off Andalites who want to fuck with time. Yeah. Because Arbat even has that line about, oh yeah, your brother. He'd lived life, hadn't he? Or was that was that the Andalite who got killed? Uh, One of them uh, had a- that yeah. line. Yeah. A- Aloth or whatever. Yeah. One of them had a line about, oh yeah, he taught me at Academy. He'd lived life. Yeah. Like, oh, you know he did something out of time. Oh. Nope. Andalites are dumber than they think they are. I don't know if it's necessarily that they're dumber than they think they are, or if they consider the Hork-Bajir virus a necessary evil. Well, again, I, I guess we keep saying that Andalites are dumb. It doesn't sound like the the majority of Andalites would have agreed with this. You're right. It's This isn't someone that... This isn't yeah, this a is group... Government shadow organization. Yeah. But it, it's even questionable if the government knows about yeah. it. Yeah. 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 
But my question is, okay, so Arbet has a shot to take out Visser 3. Visser 3 is in his brother Alaran. Arbet mm-hmm. misses that shot. Like, and it's to further his own plan. Yes. Like, isn't that somehow shittier, like, than killing your own brother is to be like, well, killing my brother is really not convenient right now. Like, somehow, isn't that, doesn't that make him more of a trash person than if he had just taken the shot? We had the discussion from Cassie earlier about how they can all still be saved. Do you really want to kill someone who could still be saved? But he's gonna, right? Because doesn't- He's gonna what? If you're, if you're yurked, don't you have, doesn't this thing take you out, this, this disease? Or is it only They only know, it it hurts yurks and they- think they've solved the issue of where it hurts humans there's no real discussion on andalites the the concern was that it well they don't talk about the andalite thing but i was i was kind of fuzzy on this too because what they say is if the yerk is in a host yeah then it could it could evolve to also hurt the host harm the host so like if viscer 3 were in the pool when they released the virus then it could target andalites Sure. Well, that's, you know, maybe. Because I think there's another point in the book when they say specifically humans. Well, that's because they're assuming only humans would be in the pool. Although that's they true. would know there would be Taxons and hork and, like, maybe they're just writing them off because they've yeah. already written off the hork yeah. once and the Taxons To be are... fair, Visitor 3 does not go to a normal public York Bowl. Sure, but, like, he shows up from time to time. Sure, but that's not for him to read up his Kendrona race. Do you remember, so, what is it? Is it Pee-wee's Big Adventure? Okay. Do you remember his friend that steals the bike? I guess it's not really his friend. And he, he has that pool in his house and he's just sitting in there by himself. That's I've now, never seen. Oh, but that's now exactly how I imagine Visser 3. Just hanging out in his pool by himself. Maybe smoking a cigar. Little yerk. <laughs> little tiny well, cigar. We've had talk about how he grazes in a specific area and that it is very um, armed. Yeah. I got a feeling that there is a ship or there is a pool on a ship that is only for him. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen plenty of like mobile York pools. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's made a lot of enemies. So what do they do? Did they ever mention? They may have mentioned this. What do they do when with Aloran while Visser 3 is out of Aloran? Because couldn't he just morph to get out of the shackles? I don't think they really said. But honestly, one, someone who hasn't been in control of their body that long is probably incredibly weak. Yeah. And two face lasers. <laughs> well, let's be honest. Because I think they've, like, at least at some point, like, frozen the Andalites. Like, it's somewhere. I could be wrong about this. I don't have recollection of this, but that does not mean much 38 books in. Yeah. Or they knock him out. Or they stun him. Yeah. Who knows? That may be it. They may just knock him unconscious every time. God, that would hurt. That would be doing so much brain damage. Oh, hang on. Or like, give him a pill and sleep. Stick his hooves in chloroform? Yeah. So, we have a virus that'll kill yurks or attack yurks, but maybe they're hoofs. I mean, let's be honest. With the Andalite track record with viruses, probably, probably the hosts. They don't really seem to give a shit about the third party. And I do, I do. Like, listening to Arbet, I think that, like, that was where he was. He's like, yeah. I could kill him right now, but that yeah. would kind of mess with my plans. So I'm like, this is my brother and he's got a yerk in his head and I know he hates his existence right now, but we also get a little bit from Astrid. Like she doesn't give a shit. Yeah. The whole, we have the power to make every, to wipe out every, end every war and wipe out anyone who opposes us. Like, yeah, very American there. Hello. We have found the two bad Slytherin Andalites. 
Got fucking Draco Malfoy and Draco Malfoy and Lord <laughs> Voldemort hanging out up here. Yeah. Yeah, and I like that <laughs> Axe is like, I don't like you very much. I still don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just always fun to be like, oh, your first crush. Oh, your first crush is very shitty. That's it happens. Do we think this is his first crush? No, there's the girl that okay. he used to watch instead of paying attention in class. Or girls. Hmm? He doesn't specify that it was only one. True. Um, I think that was his first date. Probably. That I would buy. Went to Six Flags, ate some Jujubes. Got his first kiss. Then birds. Said it was pointless. <laughs> he got his first kiss and became the second Andalite, and I guess third Andalite, to kiss people. Yep. Three Andalites have kissed, and two of them are brothers. I didn't need that. Not each kiss. other! I know, but that's how it sounds. Not what I um, meant for once. For once. So they go chasing after Visitor 3's brother. I, he no longer needs a name. Arbat? Yeah. You confused me when he said Visitor 3's brother, because I was like, is Esplan back? Was that not really? Did I just... <laughs> did I miss that? Um, Does that make Arbat and Esplan some kind of weird brother-in-law? It, it's a weird something. If only he was alive to figure it out. Anyways, I do feel like the whole point of this book is that Andalites genuinely suck. Yeah. I feel like that's the point of every Axe book. Yeah, is that they're so black and white and so arrogant. And in this entire problem is their own making. So it's like, you fucked up. Take a back seat and let someone else who knows what they're talking about, who's fought in a few battles, even if he looks like he's 12 years old. And in fact, is twelve years old. <laughs> Semantics. Um, they do blow up a McDonald's. Yes, Gondor or Gonrod. <laughs> Gonad. Gondor Gonad. Gondor Gonad is a great Twitter name. Uh, you, you can go. have that one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Gonrod uh, levels and drills a hole in the ground underneath a McDonald's because he needed a quickest route to the York Pool, and that's where they expected to have the least ground to to uh, shredder through. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Um, the quickest point or the quickest route between two points is a pair of golden arches. <laughs> ba da ba da da. I'm drilling it. I was waiting for one more. Me too. It did not come to me. <laughs> I really want some Aloth fan fiction. Like, I was upset that he died. I really want to read the story of him, like, harvesting organs, organs? and going to prison. Is, sure. Do that. That is your fanfic to yeah. write. I am down for that. All right. I'll work on my my Arbat Esplan 9466B. You work on your uh, Aloth uh uh on solo esque your aloth corpse hunter grave yeah, robber yeah plague doctor plague <laughs> doctor i'm like this close from being uh from doing parody heart lyrics totally clips of the heart no <laughs> that's not hard heartbreaker I think is the song I'm thinking of uh, that's heart okay. isn't it did heart do a song called heartbreaker i have no idea you're a heartbreaker. So Astrid gets away. Oh, nope, it's Pat Benatar. Parody Pat Benatar lyrics. Okay. Astrid gets away. Yes. 
we don't know where the fuck she's gonna go. I mean, get so away. Wait. She and Gonrod try to flee Earth. Maybe get away. Yes. Yeah. We don't. Or know. not. Because like X does the whole like turn around and don't look back at the explosion like at the end of the superhero movie, and he's like, I don't know if they made it out or not. A single tear drips from his stalk eye. I mean, he cries a lot at the end of this book. He and does. It's well deserved. That's gotta suck to be. This kid who your entire life you're told how awesome your species is. And then as you slowly separate from them and go to war, I guess, you find out that your species truly sucks. All Andalites are bastards. Not all. We've got two that are at least pretty nice. Yeah, but one of them's dead. Shh. We got two. Maybe three, if you count the hork chick. Who's definitely <laughs> dead. <laughs> I'm not saying that they're alive. I'm just saying that throughout time, there have been good Andalites. I mean, I feel like she was marginally okay at best for most of the time. Yeah, she was kind of trash to start too, wasn't she? Fine. I can't remember her name. I do wonder if it's like, because we're told that, you know, the Andalites were a peaceful race and were scientists and yada, yada, yada prior to this war. And it's like, at what point did the slips? switch switch flip because none of the andalites that we're meeting are good i mean suburbia brands itself as peaceful but is built upon a lot of violence historically sure i feel like it's the same sort of thing like when you are the ruling power class of the galaxy it is easy in the context of your own homogenous people to say oh yeah we're very peaceful but when you also assume that violence against anyone who does not look like you isn't violence because it's perpetuating your own peace i don't think that they that's how they were though prior to the yurks necessarily i mean we don't have a lot of information to support that but i mean we the know reasons that... that the yurk invasion started was because anim- andalites were scientists and decided to give them some of their science their creations but their economy is based in building spaceships for travel which means they have to have especially given what went down with zero they have to have some amount of colonialist bullshit in their history sure or they just go and study and leave we'll never know there is not a book about the animorphs prior to Yerk's involvement. Yeah. Tim, do you have any other thoughts on this book? No. I think we covered everything. Make sure that... I feel like there's one thing I did take a screenshot of. Oh, yeah. Um, It's the line, It is I, Aximili, you are having a reaction to mouth pleasures. But as a general note, lots of talk about pleasure and things being pleasurable in this book. Up to and including a strange description of uh, uh, Estrid's eyes like rolling back in her head as she eats jelly beans. I mean... There are some moments where, and again, I think for ghostwritten books, this one is top tier. There are some moments where like, in another universe, this has become an Animorphs romance novel. I mean, probably... The cover is Axe morphing into Fabio. I'm just thinking of all the food that I've had that has made me like... I'm like, wow, this is what my mouth is for. But jelly beans? Oh, jelly beans are not, no. I mean, at least give me the scene of her trying some Birdie Butts' every flavored beans that taste like earwax. No. No, fine. I'm okay not not having J.K. Rowling crossover. Well, okay, that's fair. That's fine. I'm with you there, actually. In fact, okay. 
We will move on. I'm just thinking of this dish at this restaurant. I think it was a Moroccan restaurant where I think every time I took a bite, I was like, fuck, this is amazing. And Mary just kept laughing at me. The In in Disney, what is it, Disney World, in downtown Disney, there's like this Irish themed place called Raglan Road, the bread pudding. Oh, yes. Bread pudding is always, yeah. always high on my list. But that's my favorite is bread pudding. I still want to, at some point, when I have a group of people around to do it with, uh, do build your own bread puddings in my immersion circulator. I have a, not recipe so much, because it's build your own, but like, I've got some, some links to articles about doing a good build your own bread pudding thing. I think it would be a lot of fun. It needs to happen at some point. An immersion circulator sounds like something that Dr. Arcane made up. I don't think I've ever heard of an immersion circulator. It basically gives you a temperature-controlled hot water bath to cook things in. So far, I've used it to make cheesecake, mostly. Entirely, actually. I can't tell if Tim is confused or, like, enjoying this. I've actually sent you pictures of cheesecake cooking in it before, Tim. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> it's definitely true. It was pumpkin spice cheesecake, which I oh, promised no, you yeah. on this podcast, and that yeah. you then never actually came to pick up. It's a, it's a rough time of year. It is. The holidays are hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, how would technology change everything this book? Security cameras in the mall? Well, they... Do morph outside the mall, but yes. That's true. Um, the why are you kidnapping my sister thing might have gotten someone's attention. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't know when Code Adam came to be, but yeah. Um, we didn't really talk about what kind of started this whole book, which is that a newspaper was doing a three out of five part series on the sharing. So we're kind of getting these background notices of like, hey, the Yerks are really ramping it up. Yeah. And given Axe's comment about like... I feel like we're probably going to die trying is more likely. It's an interesting mindset to have. Yeah. All right. Animal facts. At some point in the last couple of days, I found a really depressing animal fact. Um, Like existentially terrifying, but I didn't save it. You're welcome. Thanks, I guess. So instead, parrots can understand probability. I've talked about birds a lot lately. People like birds and... Birds are not terrifying to people, like, say, spiders. <laughs> Listen, I just don't fucking like spiders, okay? That's fine. Do you like birds? Birds are cool. Okay. Parrots can understand probability. Specifically, New Zealand's alpine parrot, which this article describes as famously mischievous. Uh, a pair of researchers put six birds through a series of trials to see how they made decisions when faced with uncertainty. When prompted to choose, the parrots generally opted for scenarios where they were more likely to earn a reward. It's further evidence of some birds' general intelligence. Like how it says some birds, because other birds are just fucking dodos. Like dodos um they're the only pair to live in alpine mountains so the theory is that because of food scarcity parrots have these parrots have adapted to figure out when there is more likely to be food somewhere and that's sort of the part of their brain that has developed into probability uh the experiment involved giving the parrots jars with a mixture of black and orange tokens black tokens would get them a reward orange tokens would get them nothing good day sir i said good day the experiment would put one hand into a jar with 100 black tokens and 20 orange ones and the other into a jar with the reverse in 20 trials uh three of the six birds immediately showed preference for the hand that went into the jar with more black tokens if you say that's 50 50 then 
To test whether they were just thinking about quantities or if they were considering actual probabilities, they presented the birds with one jar that contained 20 and one, 20 black and 100 orange, another with 20 black and 4 orange. Four of the birds immediately preferred the hand from the jar with better odds. Okay. Uh, after that, they gave basically another ratio. And all of the birds, by this point, went for the jar with better odds. Um, they continued with some harder and harder tests. But basically, if you're going to take one animal with you to the casino, take a parrot. All right. I don't think they'll let you, but you can try. Hey, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Which is why I have not told you about my Vegas trip. Fair enough. I thought you did. Wasn't nope. it the guy on the side of the road, creepy guy, and then Vegas, creepy jerky, or whatever? If you think that that was the only thing that happened in Vegas, <laughs> and not just the parts that I could tell you, you don't know me as well as you think, Tim. So, we do not have any listener questions or ratings and reviews this week. Um, and Meg, you said we did not have any comments on Twitter? Let me double check. Yep. I think we just had insults. Specifically the one you lobbed toward Tim. Our listeners did not come back to insult us. Although, that might be fun to read on the show, too. No, we have a lot of people liking the question of Andalites. Kissing is alright, I guess, but have you tried chocolates? <clears throat> and, oh, here we go. Nope, that's not directed at us. Directed at Michael Grant. So, yep. All right. Then. A lot of people like the fact that Axe went on a date. Nobody decided to comment on it. That's all. Tim. It's your favorite time, Tim. It's everybody's uh, favorite time. Uh, hold on. Let me check the book list. The Hidden. Oh, okay. I was worried. I knew that Megamorphs was coming up, and I was making sure I didn't screw that up. Okay. So there is a secret underground lair in which Visser 3. That's, that's where. Hang on, I want to hear where he goes with this. I want to let him finish There's a a secret underground lair where Visser 3 is doing horrible, horrible experiments on... Dang, he's already done experiments on the Park Bajir, hasn't he, when he tried to turn them into fish people? Yep. Uh, You're feeling that, Applegate. Oh god, we've done everything. Yeah, I'm gonna lose my streak here um streak yeah. what streak the, the one in a row that i got right with this book <laughs> um yes there's a secret underground lair well we've already done the thing where he's building like some kind of big weapon we've already done the thing where he's doing like horrible experiments maybe you know what let's go with there's an alien race an alien race that we've already met or an alien race no that we a new one and it's somehow underground on earth <clears throat> An alien race we've already met. Now, why do you keep or going to? We haven't. Why do you keep going to underground, Tim? I don't know. That's just where hidden stuff hides. <laughs> now, what other location might one describe as hidden? Like anywhere you can't see. In the context of animorphs, Z space, space, water. I was going water. for the Hork Bajir Valley just uh, to set up a hidden valley joke. Uh, I should have seen it coming. <laughs> I even no, call fine. that the Hidden Valley Ranch every time we talk about yep. it. Yep, that's fine. I was just trying to give you a shot there, but no, that's okay. Okay, so secret so, alien race hidden. That they do or do not know? Okay, I'm going to take this as a hint that they do already know this alien race. <laughs> but what, Good hint taking. What <laughs> alien race do they know that's on Earth? That is a good question. What aliens could be on Earth that could hide in plain sight? Uh, more Andalites, I guess. Yurks, they know about. What do we got? It is a race that has been mentioned. Too big. 
sometime in the last, say, five books we've read. Not not Garatron's. Not the last five books. Not the Chi. They're actually the ones that can hide in plain sight. Yeah, so. that's... But, itty-bitty alien. Those little bug things are back? Those little angry bugs? What are they called? I don't even remember. But everybody was real embarrassed whenever you lose to them. All right. Should I should I rip the bandage off? Or should we do something we haven't done in a while? You want to do it? And let lib? Tim Mad Lib it. Okay. All right. Okay. I can't think Hang of the name of that stupid little alien race. Oh, it's killing me. Well, they wear these things that look like football player helmets. Helmatron? Helma. Helma. Close. Helma. Helma. Shit. I can't remember. If you were Conan. And you needed to curse the gods. Whom would you curse? Dang it. Hold on. By Krom, Tim. By Krom. No, hang Helma on. Krons. Helma Krons. Helma Krons. But I was going to go with, who is Conan O'Brien's co-host guy? Andy Richter. Yeah, I was going to go with Andy Richter. That's where I was going to go. But I cannot think of anything right now. Okay. <sighs> we are trying. Okay, Madlib. Yes, I'm preparing. <laughs> okay, give me an adjective. Whipped. If you got a problem. Uh... Noun. DeLorean. Noun. Chainsaw. Noun. Bible. Verb. Paid or paying. Whatever. Noun. Uh, let's go with... Remember back when Tim guessed words that might make sense of the context? <laughs> I just read the best line about this book, though. Um, noun. Uh, let's go with animal. All right. The whipped Helmacrons have departed Earth, but left their morph-tracking DeLorean behind. Now the Yerks have found it and are prepared to launch a full-blown chainsaw for the Animorphs. Armed with their dangerous new Bible, nothing can stop the works from paying their animals. Oh, give me one more noun. Um, uh, index card. What can save the index card now? <laughs> It's the Helmicrons. They've got an anti-morphing sensor. Yeah, I remember that. The Yorks find it. It's a bad day for the Animorphs. Yeah. This one could be good. I'm just gonna read this line. This teaser line. This is coming from someone's review. Back is a girl in the woods. She witnessed something horrific. What do you think she witnessed? You'll never guess it. What are we talking? Are we still talking about Animorphs or did we jump onto something yes. else? No. Who's the this she This is a here? line. Cassie. It's a Cassie book. Well, I wasn't sure if it was the reviewer or... Okay. No, the reviewer is talking about the book. Cassie? Cassie in the woods. She witnessed something horrific. Cassie saw a wolf eating a wild hog. No. Tobias ate Didi. <laughs> I'm really bummed at your level of guessing, so... The buffalo must have touched the blue box and acquired... This is Batman. this one! Yes! And acquired oh, Chapman when he headbutted him. Oh shit! Random animal. The buffalo must have touched the blue box, and acquired Chapman when he headbutted him. The buffalo touching the blue box does sound like a euphemism, though. For what? I don't know. Something. This is one of the most famously stupid Animorph books. Yes. Oh, fun. This is the one where, I'm sorry, Tim, I'm spoiling this for you now. In Soviet Russia, Animal Morph you. (laughs) (laughs) So if a buffalo, I guess I shouldn't get too far ahead of myself, but it just seems like you'd end up with a little Nothlet Chapman running around 
because it wouldn't be smart enough to morph back, right? Well, unless it sees someone demorph in, or morph into a buffalo. And once it morphs a human, it's got all these human brains and instincts behind it. Yeah, but it doesn't know, like, words, right? Which is why maybe the visual of someone turning into from human to buffalo might help. I kind of want to read this one right now. <laughs> you are welcome to. We can record tomorrow, guys. <laughs> Go ahead and get caught up. Well, on that note, I think that's about it for tonight. <laughs> we would like to thank Christina Red Spinks for our show art. If you are interested in getting some cool art, email c.spinks.animator at gmail.com or visit at chaosdoesart on Instagram. Peep our socials at Minds at Yerk on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to send us questions, comments, or love letters, you can email us at mindsatyerk at gmail.com. Or visit our website at mindsatyerk.com. Remember, Yerk is spelled Y-E-E-R-K. If you like us and want to help us out, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We are available on your podcatching platform of choice, and if not, tell us and we'll try to get there. Any plugs? I mean, the usual for me, Panelology and the Rob Thomas, no, not that one, Robcast. Comics and Veronica Mars, in that order. Tim shaking his head, though. No plugs for no. you. All right. Somebody stop me. Now. Cassie and Marco withdrew. My name has been Alex. I'm Megan. And I'm Tim. And until then, we fight. <laughs>